Welcome to the GW Medical Faculty Associates Podcast. I'm Melanie Cole, and today's topic is COVID-19 and medical education, the latest updates. Joining me is Dr. Juliette Lee. She's an assistant professor of surgery at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences and the director of undergraduate surgical education. Dr. Lee is affiliated with the George Washington University Hospital. Dr. Lee, I'm so glad you could join us, and what a great topic. Help us to understand COVID-19 and where the medical students that are in school right now, where are they in this picture that we're seeing in this unprecedented time? You're exactly right, Melanie. It is unprecedented, and we've had to make some very flexible and nimble responses to medical education. For our fourth-year medical students, this is probably the happiest time of their medical education when they've matched into their residencies. So they are right on the precipice of starting their medical careers and and entering education for for their residencies right at the onset of a worldwide pandemic. So they are actually entering their careers in a very interesting time. Our third-year medical students are very similar in that they are in the middle of their clinical clerkships when they finally left the classroom and they're engaging in direct patient care, and that has been suspended in large part all over the country and all over the world for these new clinical medical students. So we have had to adjust how we teach and train these medical students. Well, before we get into some online learning and things like like that, where do they stand, the seniors, as to graduation? Unfortunately, all across the country, many of the universities and medical schools have actually canceled a traditional graduation and, and uh, hooding ceremony. So the traditional cap and gown, walking across the stage in front of your loved ones and parents and friends and family are probably not going to happen in the traditional way. We still have yet at GW to decide how we're going to celebrate their amazing accomplishment. So then on to online learning, because obviously they have to finish their education before even that graduation could take place. So I imagine it's challenging to keep students engaged and maintain interaction. I mean, with any of the schools, I'm thinking we're seeing that. But with medical students, it's more imperative than ever, right? Uh, absolutely. And many of the the differences of being a professional medical student compared to law school or business school is that direct human interaction. And as a student, you're actually practicing and learning the skills that you'll need to be a resident, a practicing physician or a surgeon. So ha- not having that direct patient interaction can be quite challenging. We're very lucky at our medical school to have an amazing office of medical education who has some skilled people in distance learning and some of the tools that we're using. And we've become quite creative to try to teach some of these skills and to even look at some of the things we have around our house that can teach them certain skills, such as using a water bottle to simulate a mask to ventilate a patient. Well, I certainly think you would have to get very clever and very creative. And what about guidance on clinical rotations and direct patient care during this outbreak? Are they able to help where needed or are there other specialties that they can lend a hand in during this shortage of healthcare providers? I think for right now, we are exercising extreme caution and safety 
for our medical students because they are not physicians just yet. They're not licensed to be functioning on their own and would still need direct supervision. So to minimize that contact with a supervising resident or an attending, we're just exercising extreme caution right now with our students. They are, however, looking for um, ways that they can be of service, and they've done things from reaching out to uh, older patients to make sure that they're okay, and they've been on volunteer drives to gather PPE and other things to support our communities and our medical community as well. How does this change the approach to licensing exams, Dr. Lee? Is that been a question you've received from students a lot? We have definitely had a lot of questions and some angst about it because they are quite high-stakes examinations for our students. We do know that the, the medical boards have delayed taking the boards for about a month, I believe, so that we'll give this pandemic some time to reveal exactly how, uh, how much of a surge we'll see in this country. But we are trying to continue to engage with our students and prepare them for the possibility that their exams may be delayed and, and medical school rotations need to be adjusted accordingly. Have we added telehealth as an option to classroom experience and teaching the medical students how to engage in telehealth with patients once it's time? Uh, yes, we have. I think the, the penetrance among the different departments is quite different. The faculty practice has has given us some guidelines in how to engage in telehealth, and that is an opportunity that we can have our students be involved. How the actual electronic logistics works, I, I don't have as much facility in explaining how that would work with the students, but we're definitely thinking about how we can engage our students in those telemedicine and telehealth interactions with our patients. Dr. Lee, one important point, I think, is the stress. Of course, there's a worldwide stress that we're all feeling. But medical students and healthcare providers alike are at a certain extra risk than the rest of us in some ways. They're out there on the front lines. You all are. How are you helping your medical students with not only the stress of coming into their own at this unprecedented time, but also the stress of the exams and graduation and the fact that school is cut short and classes are online. And I mean, it must be a very stressful time for them. I think if there's one silver lining that can come out of this time is that it really has allowed all of us in the medical field who have chosen this career and this path to really get back to the root of why we decide to go into medicine. It is really reaching out and helping our patients and our communities in any way possible. So it really, even though it has been stressful and it has been a little bit disappointing in terms of things that may not happen in their usual way, it really has galvanized, I think, all of us to be really thinking of each other and not our positions as a surgeon or an internist or thinking that there's not a job that is under my purview. I think we're all pitching in and and really retooling our skill set to wherever it's needed. And I think it's shown the students what it is, what it means to be a physician and it's the care of the patient at the very core. 
Do you have any final thoughts on students and medical education? Help us put this into perspective and manage the expectations of not only your medical students, but the public at large about our incoming doctors and residents and interns and for the public that's wondering what's going on as well. Give us your final thoughts or summarize for us. I think that the public has been completely supportive of the medical field. I think it will show patients in our communities that at the core of being a physician is making sure that the welfare and the safety of the patients is key. And I don't think that any physician would have it any other way. I've been quite moved at some of the things that I've seen online, especially some videos in Vancouver and Atlanta with people just spontaneously going out in their balconies and applauding at the change of shift for all the healthcare workers at 7 and 8 p.m. in the evenings so that we can hear that we have that support. And that is enough to keep us going in this very challenging time. Thank you so much, Dr. Lee, for everything that you're doing. But certainly thank you for coming on and joining us today and sharing your expertise. And that concludes this episode of the GW Medical Faculty Associates podcast. Please visit our website at gwdocs.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please also remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other GW Medical Faculty Associates podcast. And please share this show on social media with your friends and family because it is a way that we can learn how those on the front lines are really dealing with all of this and what our medical students are experiencing. And I think it's so important that we all hear this information. Thanks for listening. I'm Melanie Cole.